Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello and welcome back to Bloom and Happy New Year. I hope everybody has had a great start to 2023. I have missed you guys. It's been nice taking some time to enjoy my people and to celebrate the season. And I hope that you've been able to do that too, but it feels good to be back. So thanks for being here with me today. And I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited about a new year. I'm excited about my kids going back to school soon. Um, Everybody getting back into a routine. So that will be nice. Um, Partly because they need the routine. And then also because I know I need a routine because I need to know what day it is. Um, I'm so lost right now on what day of the week it is, whether it's the weekend, whether it's the weekday, I have no clue. I'm just ready to be on schedule. So (laughs) looking forward to that. Um, I always have a hard time after we go back to the new year of writing the previous year. I do that all the time. It takes me a little bit. Um, I know you moms will probably relate to your kids' birthdays. So when their birthday rolls around, whatever day that is, um, I always have a habit of writing down their birthday and then I write the year they were born instead of the year that it is. So the new year always messes me up. It, um, I'm going to write 2022 probably for the first full month of January, but then after that, hopefully I will be on track. Um, there's hope, but it does take me a little bit to get in the groove of things, but it's always exciting to ring in a new year and just get ready for a fresh start. So here we are. And I'm excited to spend another year with you. I'm excited that we're going to be coming up on two years of bloom in February, which seems nuts that it's been that long, but it has been a wonderful journey. And I'm grateful that that you are here. I'm grateful that I've, I've had the opportunity to do this and I'm just excited, excited to be here starting the year off with you guys. Um, so thanks for tuning in. I shared a podcast a few weeks ago about really thinking about who you want to become in the year ahead, not necessarily so just set on setting those hard and fast goals or those milestones that you want to check off that, that to-do list that you want to create, but thinking about who you want to become in that process. And I think one of the things that has really helped me to see this a little bit differently has been by choosing a word of the year. And so that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about word of the year what that's meant to me, how that showed up in my life. And I want you to think about what that can mean for you as well. So in doing that, this is not something that I've always done. It's just been kind of a recent thing. About three years ago, I started doing this and I too at first thought, this is silly. This makes no sense. This is hokey. It's dumb. It's not, it's not even a real thing, but it is a real thing. It's a real thing. And it has really shaped my life. It's shaped you know, who I am, you know, it's allowed me to think about that word and, and how it applies to my life in so many different ways, um, which includes, you know, the actions that I take, the steps that I make, the habits and the routines that I'm building, you know, who I want to become in that process. It has been because of that word and I've allowed that word to help shape that direction. So it's really helped me also to stay centered. You know, I can, I can be rooted in the fact that what that word means and that, you know, we know, that that thought that I'm creating that I'm putting that in my mind. And we know that our words, those thoughts help to shape who we become, you know, because we are what we think. So you might be there with me. You might think this is a little odd. You might think it's a little strange, but I want you to let that go. I want you to be just try with me for a little bit. Just try today as you listen to this episode. If it's not something that you have, have done in the past, something that you're, you're willing to consider, I want you to just 
bear with me. Um, just hang tight. We're going to get through the episode. I want you to think about maybe there's a word that's popping up for you. Maybe there's a word that has already been coming to your mind that you know you want to use in the new year. Um, but let's just give it a try. Just just be open to it. So the first time that I did this, the first time that I chose a word of the year, I was at a conference and I was sitting there with a friend. There's all these words on a piece of paper. And I've kind of highlighted some words that kind of stood out to me that spoke to me. And as we were going through, I would kind of strike through. I'd highlighted it and then I'd strike through. And okay, I've got 10. I'm going to narrow it down to five. And then I would take those five and I would narrow it down. And I saw the word bloom and it literally just jumped out on the page at me. And, you know, I thought about where I was in that moment, that stage of my life, that season that I was in. And that word was the one that spoke to me the most because it, it, it was, it just evokes so much really, because there's this, when you think about bloom, sure, you can think about the flower and you can think about how it's beautiful and it's open and um, it's just something to, to admire. But then there's also a part of that process that is, it's deep and it's dark and it's a lot of work and it's the, it's the waiting, it's the planning, it's the cultivating, it's the growth, it's all of that together. And I was at a point in my life and that season that I was in was exactly what Bloom was about. So I, I do, I think this word, I think it found me. I know I picked it on a page, but I think it honestly jumped out to me for a reason. So when I did that, you all know, you know what happened after I chose that word, everything took on the whole Bloom connotation for me. Everything took on the the meaning of that word. You know, the, the intention behind that really became so much a part of, of what I am it molded me and it shaped me in so many different ways. And I think that, that I became this, this word, um, every part of me was in some way, shape or form, a part of that entire bloom process from start to finish. You know, it became who I was and what I was experiencing. You know, it was the, the falling apart to start over. It was the petals that were, that were, that I was losing the letting go and dropping those leaves so that I can, I can grow something new and beautiful. It was the growth that I was experiencing so that I could, could turn into this, this new creation. It was the whole process, the, the time when I was planted in the darkness and I didn't know what was going to happen next. And I didn't know what the future looked like. And I didn't know how it was going to turn out. Is it going to turn out? You got to endure the rain. You've got to endure, you know, the, the cultivation you've got to, you've got to wait, you know, all those things were things that I was experiencing and I do believe that that word was necessary for that exact moment. And I think it's still necessary in my life. I think it's, it's very necessary for who I am becoming. But at the end of 2021, you know, that whole first year I'd had, had the word bloom at the end of that year, I started seeing this other word and it started to kind of just pop up, you know, here and there. And I thought, Hmm, I, I don't usually see that word very often. It was delight, you know, usually I don't know, there's like a cake mix or something that has delight in it. And I would see it with that, but you know, there's, it wasn't something that was normal for me. It was just a little odd. And I thought that's a really pretty word. I don't, I don't use that word very often. I don't see it very often. So I started to pay a little bit more attention to it. And it's funny because as I started to focus on it, you know, I know my particular activating system, what you focus on expands, you know, you, you see one red car that you want to buy. And then now you see this red car all the time. So what we focus on expands. So I kept seeing this word delight. And even though I was still so focused on bloom, this word kept showing up beside it, you know, it would be in 
sentences together. It would be in scripture that I was reading. It started to just get my attention. And as I look back over these three years, you know, I really think about the process itself and choosing this word and the work that needed to be done in myself internally first so that I could continue to grow and bloom. You know, I had to fall apart and start over. I had to just let go of all those fears and doubts and that mindset and those ways, those things that were holding me back. You know, I needed to plant some new seeds, so to speak, that would, that would serve me, that would take me into the next season. I had to break free of those old habits and those thoughts in order to be deeply rooted in new beginnings so that I could discover the path that I was on and who I was meant to become. You know, I needed to be present where my feet were. I needed to be planted in that moment so that I could soak in all the beauty that was around me, the beauty that I was missing. And then once that happened, then I could start over and I could get still and I could get ready for delight. But I couldn't get ready for delight until I went through that bloom process. I couldn't get ready for the next thing until I'd experienced the first. So I was ready to enjoy the person that I was becoming because of that. You know, I could delight in the people around me. I could delight in the path that I was on. I could delight in the people that were in front of me. I could do all of those things because I had experienced it and I had learned that I needed to appreciate it, that I needed to slow down, that I needed to be still, that I needed to take time and pay attention to what was right in front of my eyes. But had I not done that, I wouldn't be able to experience that. If that makes sense. I hope it does. Anyway, so I did that last year, the word delight, it showed up over and over and over throughout my day. It popped up just in my mind at random. It would pop up on, like I said, verses that I was reading on the pages of a book that I was reading. It would pop up on the cover of a magazine, um, the conversations that I was having in church and just different experiences. It really showed up. But again, I would not have been able to see it that way. Had I not taken the time to put in the work the year prior, had I not taken the time to be in those moments, I would not have experienced that delight. So I created the end. I did a podcast last year, I believe with a couple of my good friends, um, Mary Catherine and Maria Spears. They have a podcast called Girl, Water Your Grass. And we talked about our word of the year. And I was telling them that I was going to take, I'd started an album on my phone and I was going to take pictures. I had titled it my word of the year, and I was going to take pictures throughout the year. And I would just look for things that, whether that was pictures of my kids, whether that was videos of my children, beautiful sunrises or sunsets, you know, something in nature. If I was out on a walk, I would take pictures of things that I saw. Um, a lot of pictures of water, whether that was the ocean or the lake, um, just pictures with friends, pictures with my family at birthdays that I wanted to, to remember. Um, notes and pictures that I had received, things that my kids had drawn for me or things, letters that a friend had sent. It was just full of all these things that I wanted to remember that I had delighted in throughout the year. And I wanted to be able to look back on that. And I wanted to see how delight showed up for me this year. And so as 2022 was coming to an end last week, I sat down and I did just that. I went back through all those photos and all those videos in that album on my phone. And I reflected and I recounted all the times that I found delight. And it took me back to that day, it took me back to that memory, it took me back to that place. And I was reminded of all the ways that I found what I was looking for. You know, that word kept me grounded and it kept me intentional so that I could seek out what was really on my heart. 
And I'm so grateful that I did that. I'm so grateful that I got to experience delight every single day in some way. I made sure that I did. I made sure that I found things, people, places to delight in. And I would plant that in my mind and I would hold on to it. And I took a picture of it sometimes so that I could go back and recount it at the end of the year. I even had friends who knew what my word of the year was and they would send me photos or they would send me texts where they had saw it and it reminded them of me. That's how special it was. That's those little things that kept showing up and it kept reminding me, all right, Bridget, be in this moment, delight in it, find something good. And that's exactly what I did. I think when we choose a word and we focus on it and we allow it to, to let it shape us, it is going to work, but you have to allow it. You have to be open to it. You have to be willing to allow it to shape you. And this is like anything. This is not word of the year. It could be a relationship. It could be um, your habits, whatever that might be with anything. If we're not open to it, we're not going to receive it. So we have to be open to it first in order to receive. So this year, I want you to think about what's happening right now in your life. How are you being shaped and molded? You know, what direction are you wanting to go in? What do you need to focus on? Maybe it's to continue something that's already happening in your life. Maybe it's something that you want to work a little bit harder on. Maybe it's a continuation of something, you know, maybe it's time to start over. Maybe it's completely fresh start, new relationship, new career, new home, new direction, whatever that might be. Maybe you don't know what that path is right now. And that's okay too. But I encourage you to get quiet. I encourage you to go inward, to sit still, to sit with yourself and your thoughts for just a minute, more than just a minute. It's going to take several minutes, trust me. But listen to what's on your heart and how it's guiding you. Yeah, I believe that our hearts already know the answer. It's already there. It's already inside of us. We just have to be brave enough to admit it. Most of the time, we're so busy listening to what we're telling ourselves in our head. Those doubts, those fears, those anxieties, those things that we're, we're afraid to, to acknowledge. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at this year. You know, I've gotten to the point where I'm tired of playing small. I'm tired of not stepping in to what I really want to step into. I'm tired of not, you know, really taking action on some of my dreams. I'm, I'm toe dipping, you know, I'm doing, I'm dabbling. I'm doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm ready to just put it all out there. So I will challenge you to do the same. Your heart knows. It knows the answer. It's already there. It's already inside of you. Get quiet and listen. Quit being so busy that you don't have time to think about it. It it is a challenge. It is a, a challenge for me to sit still and just be quiet. You know, there's a lot of times when I say, I want to go on a walk or I want to get outside. I got to have my phone. I got to bring my phone. I got to put my AirPods in. I got to listen to a song. But there have been so many times this past year that I've just, I've left my phone inside. I've taken my watch off. I don't get any notifications and it's just quiet. It's just nature. It's just whatever's going on outside. Maybe somebody's cutting the grass. Maybe there's birds. Maybe there's nothing, but it, it is hard for us to really sit still and be quiet. But that's where you find the answers. So get quiet, go inward, listen to what's on your heart. Whatever voice it's in your head, that's putting those doubts and those fears, tell it to go away, tell it to go somewhere else. Because if you're willing to let it shape you, I promise you it will. 
So I started to pay attention and really just kind of lean into what might be trying to get my attention. And again, I think that this is all a part of the process that he's preparing me for. I think that, you know, building this foundation with bloom and then, you know, learning to, to go through that process of letting go and then growing into something new and then being present in that moment and finding that delight, looking around for those things that are in front of me and experiencing the real moments. And, and now I'm in the season of my life where I, I'm ready to go in to the next season. I'm ready to go into and do this next thing. So I started to notice the words light and shine that kept showing up. And when I see the word shine, I can't help but think about the song shine by collective soul and how, you know, it's got, it's a great, great, great classic song. Um, if you haven't heard it, I'll link it in the show notes, do yourself a favor, go listen to it. But a neat little story about collective soul. Um, a few years ago, we had, um, them come and play for our employee Christmas party. So I'm talking with the, with the guy that we work with who helps us work with the band. You know, he's kind of that mediator in between and, you know, we're ironing out the details of how they want to be introduced. You know, are they going to do it? Do we need to do it? Um, and he said, does anybody know how to play guitar? And I said, well, my husband, Jacob does. I said, but he only does a hundred best intros. Like he only like plays the beginning of a song and then that's it. He doesn't even make it to the chorus. And he's like, oh, that's perfect. It'll be great. We'll get Jacob on stage. We'll let him play a little bit. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, this is either going to be really good or it's going to be really bad. And Jacob's going to be so upset with me. But they come out, they get up there, they open with a song, and then they stop. They take the mic and said, is there a Jacob Reed out in the crowd? And um, he's standing beside me at the time. He's standing beside Jerry and I. And I look over at him. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And he's like, no. Mm-mm, not going up there. And I said, we, we heard you're a pretty good guitar player. Why don't you come up here and, and play with us? And he was not having it. He resisted. He tried to hide. He tried to walk out, but eventually he reluctantly walked up on stage with, with a little bit of encouragement. And, um, he got to play alongside of collective soul, which was pretty freaking cool. Um, talk about a moment, but I was probably his biggest fan girl. Um, I cannot believe that he was rocking out with them on stage at our Christmas party. And guess what? He played the whole dang song. He played the whole song of December. He made it past the intro. And it was a moment that he and I and all of our employees that were there will never forget that moment. So Sean, when I see this word, I think about that song. I think about collective soul and I think about my husband and I will think about them every time that I, I, I sing that. I'm going to have to like, let that be my anthem for the year. You know, heaven, let your light shine down. I'm going to think about Collective Soul. I'm going to think about Jacob. But there's, there's also this line in the song that I really like. And it says, teach me how to speak. Teach me how to share. And I feel like Bloom has really set me up for this opportunity. I feel like it has allowed me the platform to, to touch other people in a way that maybe I couldn't before. You know, I feel like by utilizing this podcast as a vehicle, you know, the, these words that I'm, I'm able to speak through his guidance and some of you listening get to experience this light, you know, you get to experience and enjoy these seeds that have been planted in your garden a couple of years ago, the first time that it started and you get to take in and enjoy all these beautiful wild wildflowers that have bloomed because of it. You get to delight in that. And so I think that bloom it had to come first because it's been preparing me. 
It's been preparing me to be in a place where I can shine where I am now. When I say shine, I don't mean look at me, come follow me. It's all about me. That is not what I'm saying. And those of you that truly know me, you know that that's not how I am. That is not me. And that's not why I chose this word. I don't like to be in the spotlight. I don't like to make it about me. I'm sitting in the back kind of girl. But I do believe that God has given me a gift to reach others. And so I want to use that gift. I want to shine. And I say shine because I believe that that's what's inside of me. I believe that that's what's inside of all of us. And it's not meant to be hidden. It's meant to be shared. And I believe that Sean should inspire us all to be a light for others. You know, think about those people that you know. I love it when someone says, you are a light. And I love saying that to other people because that lights me up, you know, to know that I'm a bright spot in somebody's day and to let them know that they're a bright spot in mine. That means something. And I also think too, when you have that light of Christ inside of you and you let that shine through, it points to him. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him. It's about pulling them in with your light. It's like a moth drawn to a flame. You know, it's warm and it's inviting and it's comforting. You know, I want to shine so that by my actions, the way that I love and show up for others, it models Christ. When we shine, it brightens the path for others. You know, there's times maybe when I can't shine or you can't shine. And maybe I'm going to be that light and I'm going to hold the light for you. I've been doing a lot of flashlights, letting these, this puppy out at night to see in the dark. And sometimes we need, we need that light to shine. We need that light to see where we're going. You can be that for someone else. And sometimes you're going to need that from them. It's contagious. And when it's truly about him and not ourselves, it's so bright and beautiful. Bright lights don't need spotlights. You don't have to tell them. You just show them. You don't have to force it on others. You don't have to be loud. We just need to shine. We need to let our actions speak. That's all. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that every single day I write down my most important action item of the day. And that is to love God and to love people, to love like Jesus. That's it. It's not to record a month's worth of podcast episodes, which I would really love to do right now. It's not to reply to all my emails in my inbox and my phone calls and my text messages. It's not to keep my house spotless, my cabinets and pantry immaculate, my car immaculate, my desk organized, dinner on the table by six o'clock and a workout done. It's not any of those things. And while they would be great, that is not a fulfilling life. It's short-lived. It's not sustainable. My most important action item that pours back into me every single time that I do it is to love God and to love others. It is that simple. It is to shine his light through my actions so that he can be seen. And that is simple in word form. And it sounds easy on a page, but it's not always easy. And I'm sure that some are saying, gosh, she's not always easy to love either. And I get that. But I'm really trying to see others the way that he would see them. And I'm really trying to show more love. And I want to shine. I want people to see that they are loved. I want them to know that they are valued. I want them to know that somebody cares. I want to be a bright spot in somebody's day. So this year, maybe you need to get your sunglasses out. I don't know. I'm just saying, because I'm going to be doing a lot of shining over here. I'm going to be shining so bright that through my actions, hopefully others can see Christ. That's my goal. 
I have a friend who was also telling me that in addition to your word of the year, you can choose a color of the year that embodies your word. So maybe my word's going to be yellow. Um, our sitter, her favorite word is yellow. So Teresa, if you're listening, I'm going to be wearing a lot of yellow. I might have to borrow some of yours, but I don't know. Maybe you incorporate the color red because it inspires you to be bold and stand out. You know, maybe you, you need white and you want to start over. You want a clean slate. I don't know. Maybe you want a bracelet. I always get my word of the year on a bracelet. Um, I know some great gals who can hook you up if you need a word of the year bracelet. Um, Jackie Blue Handmade at Hampton Co. Designs. I will link their stores in my show notes, um, but they do amazing work. And and I do, I believe in those things that are constant reminders that just are in front of us that are top of mind that reinforce what we're trying to do and where we're trying to go and who we want to become because it does work. We have to be open to it. We have to be willing to accept the opportunity that's right in front of us. But because if we're closed off, if we're not open to it, we're going to continue to get the same results. We're going to continue to have the same year over and over again, because we're not open to new experiences. We're not open to new ideas, new opportunities. There's a really good book. I will also link it. It's called One Word That Can Change Your Life. It is short, but it is powerful. It's a book that can help guide you through the word of the year and and that process and how to choose your word. I, I do. I highly recommend it. I think that it is one that I read last year. A good friend of mine recommended the same one that recommended, um, choosing a color of the year, Miss Kirby Green. Um, so y'all can thank Kirby for this knowledge and information she has shared with me and I'm passing it on to others. Um, but it is a great book and it's something that I will continue to do year after year. I've seen the results from it. I believe in it. I can attest to it. My family can as well. And um, I'm just excited. I'm excited about shining. I'm excited about the new year and I'm excited to, to hear from you. I want to know what your word of the year is. I did this last year. I want to hold you accountable. I want to check in with you. So please send me your word. Um, it's going to be a great year. I hope 2022 is, is your year. I hope that it is all that you dreamed it would be. And then some, but until next time, I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you soon.